Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 249 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast, as you know. Tonight, <clears throat> he's coughing, but he's back with us. We're whole again. I wanted to lead with that, but here's the news before I introduce everybody. Uh, new leadership at Square Enix? Question mark. Capcom Showcase? Back up your Wii U! Exclamation point. What could that mean? We got to find out if Brant can still do it with his. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> that face, that face says maybe not. And your mid-March Game Pass games. I am Warzone champion Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster and co-Warzone champion Brant McKee. What's up? And our resident lore master, page master, and also fellow Warzone champion Cesar Concepcion the second. Hello. Welcome back, sir. I know you don't feel well still. Uh, We're glad to have you on. Um, It was not the same last week. We tried to carry it as best we could. Yeah. But we will keep your uh, we'll keep your your speaking parts at a at a minimal tone. This uh, Boosh is here with us. A minimal tone on this episode as as you continue to recover. Do we lead with the Do we lead with the main story before we before we go into news? I mean, you can always reverse the order to your games play now, so. Well, yeah, do y'all want to do that? That's fine. I, I mean, you know, it's going to be done way. either way. Yeah, let's do it. This It's the most <laughs> exciting thing. So we're, we're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I introduce this as Warzone Champions. We uh, text the guys that we always start recording at 8. or we, we start trying to record at 8. We at least get on here together at 8 o'clock. And it's like 7.40. And I know we got trio minis. And I, I just, I'm craving Warzone. So I shoot it out to the guys. I'm like, all right, uh, we got time. Y'all got time for a trio of minis before we record? Brant says, okay. We hear nothing from Cesar. So me and Brant are loaded up in the party. We start to load up with a rando, and then Cesar jumps online. It's like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. We got to add Cesar. He's got to be in here. So Cesar joins a party. We fly into our little practice area, that that sort of thing. And I'm talking to talking to Brant because we all land on that little ship together in the in the warm-up zone. And I'm like, yeah, well, last time Cesar and I played, we won one because that was last night, our last round of uh, Warzone. We won before we switched to Halo. And then somebody was close to me on proximity chat, and they were like, oh, you won one? Great fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I probably need to turn off proximity chat now. I didn't know anybody else was near us. So uh, we load into the main game. We have an uneventful beginning. We land near the gas, kind of. Uh, it looks like it's going to close in. I've never been in that area before. Yeah. But it looks like it's going to close in sort of near. There's a bunch of oasis in that main Al is it Al Basra is the main map. And the trio minis, of course, like shrinks in part of the part of the map for you. We just got some sort of advertisement on here. Thank you. Promotion for channel viewers, followers and chats. No, thanks. We Thank grow you. organically. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, so we have a we have kind of a ho-hum start uh we we all find what level two or three weapons nothing major really low yep so the circle closes in we keep moving in along a building uh there was a sniper at one point on top of like a A water water tower tower or something Mm -hmm. yeah so i got popped at going into the building and i pinged the building and we were just kind of scanning as we were looting the building and then brant actually saw him yeah i had a sniper and was on top i saw him some shots back and forth 
then he floats down and keeps working his way in. And as we move into the next circle, there's like this hole in the ground. <laughs> Brand, what you call it? <laughs> I, I walked over and saw this opening to a mine shaft. I said, "Hey, look, there's there's some mines. We're down in the mines of Moria." Mine shaft. Yeah, my kids can't quit playing that. So we see this we see this opening and we we go down in this tunnel. And there's tons of shit down there. People have been killed. There's like level five weapons everywhere. Yeah. Jackpot. <laughs> so we have, uh, I think I picked up a kill streak. I feel I picked up the precision strike down there and we got a level five. I got a level five RPK. I think I found down there and some other level five weapon. We've got all of our plates we mm-hmm. need. Uh, so we just kind of chill in the tunnel and there's, there's 40 ish people left and we just wait. Oh, they have gas masks too. So, Brant and Cesar are kind of watching the backside where we came in, and I'm looking down in the tunnel where the death was, and I mount that level five weapon kind of on the side, and the only person that we ever saw, because you guys didn't see anything on your side, right? No. And there's a ladder between us. So there's, there's the entrance to the mine, there's like the bottom of the mine where the ramp is going down, and then there's a ladder going up, and Cesar ran up the ladder and saw shit tons of people and came right back down. It's like, no, no, let's not, let's not mess with that. So someone comes creeping up. I never heard them or anything. Someone comes creeping up the mine shaft, and I I downed them, but they had thrown a somebody threw a tear gas or smoke grenade or something, and it went it went away, and I just stayed there. I didn't move. I reloaded, and they came creeping back up again. <laughs> I downed them again, <laughs> and this by this time they were they were being pushed up that tunnel out from the gas, so the gas is closing in on us. It's the final circle. And Cesar's telling us, like, hey, it's going to start shifting. It's going to start shifting. It's not going to be It's not gonna be this way. <laughs> and it does. It takes it a minute because we're on kind of the outside of the circle, but it starts shifting away from that mine shaft. And the clip that I have, there was only 30 seconds left because that's the that's exact amount I got in the clip. Uh, that We downed that guy down the end of the tunnel. And then we all have gas masks. We all recovered them from the bodies in the mine. We, we're nowhere without stumbling upon all those people who got mm-hmm. killed. We don't win that one. Uh, so we all grab the we all grab the gas mask and we're trying to figure out if we want to go down the bottom of the tunnel or go back out the Mines of Moria entrance we came right and then uh, somebody somebody threw out there the ladder go up the ladder it's right there Brant did so here we go Cesar's so that going up a ladder we've we've determined that ladders are the key to success if you get Cesar on a ladder you're gonna win the round I'm all about shoots and ladders <laughs> Cesar plays shoots and ladders. So uh, he's going up the ladder. I, I think I'm the last one. I'm following up. And as soon as I clear the breach at the top, I, they're, they're already fighting. <laughs> I hear it going down. So I pour on because my reticle immediately lit up. I had the purple X and I'm laying into him. And then I see movement to the left and I start laying in over there. And I'm looking around because there's only like I had seen what, five or six people on the counter before we went up the ladder. And then it yeah. splashes war zone. It's like, yes, Cesar, we actually got war zone, but in first place this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cesar likes to tell us with the fifth or sixth place finishes that we got war zoned. You got war zoned. Victory. And I'm like, yes. And this was all spur of the moment. It was like, just, just <clears> pop <throat> on and play one. And we fucking won it. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted to keep playing. I was like, nah, the podcast can wait. But we have our faithful listeners that are, are tuning in every Sunday night. Audio, audially and visually. Um... Cesar, you and I got one last night with Fred of the show, Boosh. I think he's on currently. Boosh. He's watching us. Uh, we had round after round after round of trash, just straight 14th place, 17th place. <laughs> they were bad finishes. I don't think any of them were really competitive, were they? Uh, I can't recall. 
you know, I was going to say, what was our best round before that win? I, they were not good. And uh, at the very end, it closed in on – it wasn't Rohan Oil, right? That's where we were at with those tankers. Yeah. Boosh is uh, <laughs> hyping himself up in the chat. <laughs> yes, Boosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he's like, we had he's some... like the pit bull of the, his workplace. <laughs> Mr. International. Yeah. Mr. International of Boosh's. Uh, so we've worked our way into Rohan Oil. I don't really – oh, the Oasis. That's where we worked in from. We were in another one of those Oasis-type areas. And we were hidden in the bushes. Like, you can hear, like, it's like being in Jurassic Park. You hear all like, these bug noises, or I guess outside in the south. It doesn't have to necessarily be Jurassic Park. But you hear all these boy- bug noises and stuff going off. And we were creeping in. I think that's a chicken dinner emoji. Well done, Boosh. We're creeping in at uh, Rohan Oil. And I think Boosh ended up with five kills, and me and Cesar were like one or two apiece by the I end know, of Boosh, it. Boosh has some, like eight kills in some rounds, man. Yeah. And uh, so he he takes a couple down as we're working towards that oil tanker. And then the circle's closing in. Cesar wants to go up top because the past couple rounds, we'd been killed from up top. It's like people were killing us on top of rooftops. And didn't you say somebody on the hot tin roof? <laughs> murdered hot tin roof, yeah. The murderer on the hot tin roof. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Cesar's like, fuck it, I'm going to get up top this time. And as he's going up the, the tanker right next to me, I see the glint across the way, and I think Boosh saw him from another side of the tanker. So we start laying into him, and I one of the other of us got that last kill, and that victory splash screen went up, and I was like, yes, finally, at last. Another victory. It was hard fought. wasn't easy like we made it look tonight. That was a pro-level job we just did. Yeah, I don't know what happened <laughs> I think tonight. we just got fucking lucky. That was a great route. We got that so route lucky. was so smooth. We got to remember those mines. It was perfect. And there's yeah. a way out. Yeah. Um, after that, we skipped over to Halo. Halo's got the new stuff. It's now season three. So this is like the biggest overhaul that Halo's had since launch. It's got a new splash screen on the multiplayer. There's like a story bit to the, to the campaign or the weekly event. Cesar, were you like storming through that weekly event too? Uh, yeah. We were getting credit for both when we were playing multiplayer. Yeah. I think I'm like on level four. Yeah, I got to maybe. I think I got to five in just what an hour of gameplay. We played one hour of the double XP thing mm-hmm. with the battle pass. I got the fire socks that Renee has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boosh is uh super excited about his socks he got. That's the first thing you unlock, right? We should see everybody running around in those. I don't know, man. I'm, uh, looks like I got fire socks on. That's all it looks like now. Brand, it's like a glowing shield around your shins. It's like a soccer shin guard, but mm, it's nice. It's really weird. It's like humming up and down the leg. Like it looks like it'd be it looks like it'd be co- co- cozy, comfortable. Boosh is yelling Halo socks. <laughs> um so there's a new mode and, and Boosh had told me about this called Escalation. So this was the this was the bread and butter. I think this was the coolest thing we played. Have you played this on one of the previous Halos, Brant? Which Because I think it's been I think it's been around before. It's like gun game in Call of Duty, somebody was telling me, if that analogy is right. So you start off with badass weapons. We had what? uh, Rockets and sword or hammer? Rockets and what? What was the other? It was another long-range powerful weapon. Rockets and snipes, maybe? It might have been snipes. I can't remember because the the next one up is uh, swords and hammers. Swords and hammers. Yeah, after rockets. So 
It's it's four v four, Brent, and it's uh we had the new map every time. Like, and eventually we got stuck on the new the Skyrim map. It's like got snow and stuff everywhere. I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> it was good though. I think it, I liked it better than that other one, the Chasm one with the jumping over those um those different column columns or whatever they were. That one mm-hmm. I wasn't too fond of. That one was like so. Brant, the Sky, there's a Skyrim map which is snowy and it's like multi-tiered, and there's an underground level and you can like jump around these things and go up a middle section that goes up a ramp. It's just one of those like multi-tiered Halo good runs. Like the last the last game we did was Capture the Flag, and that's a good Capture the Flag one where you have all these routes that you got to cover or you can defend from or take the flag that sort of thing. But in this escalation mode, and the other one is uh the other one's like two long hallways, top and bottom. And then some other interconnecting areas along the middle and a couple places with ramps that go up and down the sides. But it's mostly what's the Halo one map we like where we shoot across on the on the sh- is it like shipyard or something? I think so. With the yeah. dividing in the middle. Yeah. You yep. got to use the portals, go back and forth. Each yep. Side. yep. Use the portals. There's except there's no portals in this one. But in this escalation mode, you start off with these badass weapons and the weapons get worse and worse, like the more difficult ones to get kills with. And as you get kills as a team, you can swap loadouts and it's an escalation to see who can finish out the loadouts fast enough or fast first. And it ends with oddball. So you're having to melee kill these people with the, <laughs> with the skull. <laughs> yeah. That's how it ends. But there's a new thing. It's like the bubble shield. You throw down. This oh globe. yeah. I've seen that. You've seen the sh- that thing? The shroud or whatever. Yeah. What do they call it? It's fucking chaos in there. When it gets in there, it's just bows being thrown nonstop because you can't see anything. It's like fog of war in there. Mm. For it, looks like, it looks like the Roshan gun from uh, Apex. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's pretty crazy in there, but that's what it gets down to the end of it because then all you're trying to do is like throw a bunch of those bubbles down and trap all these fuckers <laughs> in the bubbles and start swinging and hit them with the odd, the oddballs. Uh, Renee says that King of the Hill was garbage. Yes, we got beat on a King of the Hill. That no, we won the King of the Hill. One. No, that was great. Get out of here. We still the King one. of the Hill was great. Yeah, the the first. No, that capture the flag. We did end up winning. That was the one yeah. I was regretting. Okay, because remember, remember the one we did with Boosh. Boosh was like, "No, nah, let him have it," and we fought back. We're yeah, there for like thirty I minutes. Failed. When they yeah. scored that second point, I failed. I killed two of them, and I was wearing out the guy with the flag. Brant, this was a this was an easy kill. It's one on one, me and the guy with the flag, and I died out of nowhere. <laughs> he got me when Renee was watching. Renee just started laughing on the kill cam, and uh, they scored on that. And I was like, it's not meant to be. And even Bush was like, just let them have this next one. And we actually fought. We had no business winning this winning oh, this round. They were pissed, man. We were supposed to lose that, man. We came they back. They had to be hot. They were. They were. They were better than us. They should have won yeah, that. Yeah. And they had a guy named uh, XX, you know, the old, hey, you know, the old <laughs> Xbox Live naming. It was XX Sack of Nuts. And Sack of Nuts. As, yep, Sack of Nuts. Yeah. As soon as I killed him, I teabagged him. And then the next time he got me, I saw him running over and it just, it went on from there, man. It was classic Halo. But we had no business winning this one. And uh, we came back and won that, that capture the flag. That was one flag. So it was the constant, like, defend, attack, defend, attack. And they had our number, man. There's no way we should have won that. And we We just had that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Capture the Flag goes, we had a perfect push. We killed enough people, like, in the middle of the map to where we could grab it and then start pushing it back. Renee says he slid into victory. And that was that was the truth with the flag. That was a rush. That was that was a rush. Almost like a Warzone win is getting that getting that Capture the Flag win. It had that. It had that good Halo feel. It had the right feel to it again. 
And it also criticizes uh, Richard on his underperforming on deaths. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> you underperform right. on your deaths. <laughs> right, you remember, you remember uh, Perfect Dark, you'd get like most, at the end of the round, you get like most harmless and yeah. like assa- best assassin or least shielded. You know, it would give out these random awards that were always funny at the very end of it. Uh, and the bottom of our scores, it would say like underperformed or overperformed underneath the deaths and the kills. It's like, what is underperformed? <laughs> I didn't die enough. Like, what, what is this? you got a performance review. I, don't know what <laughs> I failed it. I never got a good one. <laughs> what is this? So I don't I haven't looked up what exactly those those categories mean when they're doing that. But <laughs> I got to see what the reason reasoning behind those is, because it doesn't make any sense as it is now underperformed overperformed uh it ran like ass on going from the smoothness of call of duty um i looked it up afterwards and i sent the thread to cesar but on series x the 120 frames mode is broken so i noticed it immediately i was like is it because we haven't played halo in a while or is is call of duty that much smoother like i'm like what is happening here and it was just uh it's admittedly on series x it's just jank and cesar you, hmm. you said it was kind of suspect on pc too right yeah, I mean, when we first loaded in there, it was kind of stuttery. Boosh says Halo accolades. Yes, we did get some Halo accolades. <laughs> we need to come up with our own. <laughs> or are we just going to leave it as underperformed and overperformed? Underperforming deaths is always the best one, man. Underperforming deaths? Yeah. Is it up there with embarrassing Halo? Uh, I don't know if anything ever beats embarrassing Halo because somebody came out and just called shit on me. So I'm like, that's fine. Uh, that was our community, sir. This is the community you serve every week <laughs> and hey, on your streams. I'm here for it. I hope they come every week and, and say I suck at Halo. I'll yes, please tune in every week. I'll give them a thumbs it's... up. Like Nobody said I was good. I don't know what you signed up for. <laughs> Disappointing Halo. Yeah. And I put on there like top tier Halo, top top 10 player in the world. <laughs> there is a thing with that because even my kids, my kids watch streamers and it's on like the Roku kids and family thing. But I think they think they're always good at the game. So maybe there's this like stigma or this expectation that so-and-so is like good at the game. Uh, Brant had the backseat uh, commenter about the Legend of Dragoon stuff, but I, I never mind like, hey, here's a no, cool thing you can do is, with this. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Care. But embarrassing Halo. It's like, <laughs> why are you here criticizing my Halo performance? We didn't say this was like training for Halo Nationals or anything. Uh, yeah. Halo Championship League. Uh, I feel bad that I quit my uh, full-time job to do this professionally. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah. You just validated my poor decision by telling me this is embarrassing Halo. I better go back to my job and beg for my job back. I tried the Halo <laughs> thing. didn't work. Uh, Renee says, embarrassing. <laughs> this is Halo's embarrassing. <laughs> Renee says uh, uh, Bungie has confirmed there were problems on the updates. So I guess as soon as Sony figures out the whole Call of Duty thing, they'll they'll let Bungie go back to Halo Infinite and, and fix that. <laughs> We need rollback netcode on Halo Infinite. As, uh, as uh, Microsoft owns every multiplayer game ever made in existence. So That's also true. <laughs> oh, Renee was there for a bunch of... I'm glad Renee's on the show. He was there for a bunch of my kill cam. Or he was on the kill cam a bunch for my stupid deaths. Meleeing somebody in the back and then they just jump over my head and kill me from behind. I'm like, sure, what, what am I even doing here? <laughs> just exhibiting more and more embarrassing Halo. Uh, last game I played, and I'll hand it off as we're doing things a little bit backwards. Should we always play a game leading into the show? I don't know. If, if I was savvy time, enough, I would stream sure, us playing, and then it would lead into the 
come for the embarrassing Halo, stay for the embarrassing Halo uh, updates via their blog post. The last game I played was Metroid Prime Remastered. Brent, did you pick it up yet? Are you starting to go? Starting uh, to I know yours came in. I, I popped it in the Switch today and got my um, physical rewards. Uh, that's about as much okay. as I did. I got to remember to redeem, redeem those gold coins. I keep forgetting. You have like a year or something. After from you the, first pop it in? Sounds I, about right. I, yeah. I want to say it's it's with you have one year within the calendar date that the game, game release. releases. Oh god! To claim not those even points. when you picked it up. Okay. No. All right, so I'm not like sitting on this enormous backlog of Nintendo points. There's no telling with them. I won't go mass through and tr- pop in all those carts and try to redeem stuff. I fucked up years ago when they were about to end that my Nintendo rewards or whatever the. Remember when you would get yeah, a code in like the 3DS and the Wii U ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I panicked one time and went through my whole collection and pulled out those leaflets and entered all of them. So I have a and never put them back. So I have this stack of unfiled. <laughs> I've got to look at these things, and it usually has a hint on the game. Like, did you enjoy Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D? Try these games. Like it would, it always had some recommendation on the back. Yeah. So I just need to complete the puzzle one day and go through and and uh, find which games those go to and throw those codes back in there. Um, it was either last week or two weeks ago. Where I was like, I think I'm done with all the suits and visors. I got a bunch of shit. And then <laughs> last week I got a whole lot more. But now I am now I know I'm done. Uh, the guide I glanced at to, to kind of figure out where to go next, it said this is the last mandatory update. So I've got the x-ray visor. Uh, I think I had gotten on last week's episode. And now I have the phase-on suit. So I have the last okay. suit, which is like this jet black, awesome. Samus looks like a complete badass now. Which I was okay with the, what was the last one? What in the plasma suit? Whatever that last suit upgrade was. Um, the fusion suit? Does that sound right? It might have been the fusion suit. I do not you remember. Don't, you don't exactly get the Metroid fusion suit. Whatever the last one was is like the purplish, reddish. It's got a different look to it. I didn't hate that one because you hardly ever see Samus. But this, the black one is really dope. When you when you save and it goes through that part of the cutscene, or when you reload from playing something else, you see, you see Samus in that suit. It's just really cool. Uh, it was hard to get. I had to beat the Omega Pirate, and I legit had to look up. This is the first time I died in this game. I legit had to look up how to beat this thing. It was pissing me off. <laughs> I wasn't making any progress. And um, there's a flow to the Omega Pirate. You have to do, like, an X-ray scan to find out where they go because they cloak after you take out a couple parts of the body. It's a super elite pirate. So you've got the regular Space Pirates. You've got the Elite Pirates, who I've fought a couple of those. Uh, and then you've got the Omega Pirate, which was like a super massive version of this one. And the annoying thing with the Elite and the Omega Pirates is they'll occasionally just throw up their hand and they have like this energy thing. You can't shoot at them while they're doing that. So you're constantly strafing and try to stay out of their melee attacks and stuff like that. Because what they'll do is if you shoot, it goes straight into that vortex thing and they shoot it back at you at, 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 once it builds up. So it's this song and dance of like, okay, let me wait for you to put that thing down. Then I could shoot you in the right place. But... When you take down, there's four zones on it that you can scan and figure out where you have to hit this Omega Pirate at. It runs over to Phazon and, like, rebuilds itself. But you've got to find it with the X-ray visor and shoot a super missile at it. Who'd have thunk? And that stops it from, like, regaining its power. Because the first time I died, I had, I had like, I've got all but two of the energy tanks, I think. And it, it was, like, a 25-minute battle. And I'm like, I got to this point. I got as far as I could go. <laughs> Metroid Prime is great. This is it. I'm done. 
and I looked it up and saw that you like interrupt that Phazon rebuilding thing. Because uh, when he's doing that, you're also fighting off the regular space pirates. They're like hopping and bopping around, and and at this point in the game, they're not just space pirates. They're they're wave troopers. So it's either like a wave trooper or an ice trooper or a power trooper. You have to switch uh, beams with Samus yeah. to kill the corresponding. Yeah, so I'm like, this is fucking annoying. <laughs> uh, I'm too. I'm too. What feels like some some sort of padding on sort of at the end. But when I saw how to beat that thing, I killed it in like six minutes. I think it was nowhere near the 25 minute slugfest it was. And it like stumbles forward and flashes its eyes, and I'm like, oh, here we go. It's the it's the fake death. It's coming after me again after it refills. And then it falls on Samus, and you don't see her in the cutscene. And then uh, it, the phase on, you see the phase on like melting, almost like a Zelda boss in Ocarina when you beat them, and they just kind of like they just fade out. Uh, and then Samus is in that black suit, like she soaked up all the phase on, and she's super powerful. So where I'm headed next, I've got all the items, I've got all the suits. I have four of the twelve artifacts. So similar to Brant's Triforce quest in his Wind Waker epic conclusion, I've got to backtrack to certain areas and find the rest of these artifacts to open up the meteor that all this phase on and everything came from. So I know that. Oh. I know that the Metroid Prime battle and the Meta Ridley battle are coming up. They're going to be in the center of that uh, crater thing where the Chozo had sealed off the Phazon all those years ago. The lore is good. I'm not scanning anything anymore. Um, that's one of my favorite parts of this game is you get so much lore through the pirate data entries and the logs and uh, trying to figure out uh, or the space pirates like adjusting to Samus being there. Like, oh, we got to introduce this type of weaponry or... Now she could do a morph ball. We've tried to do the morph ball, and everybody's dying trying to re- re- reproduce that technology. There's real cool bits in the in the scanning, and I'm not doing any of that anymore. It's kind of just a fetch quest now, I think, for these things. So hopefully by next week I've beaten I've beaten Metroid Prime. But those are my games played this week. Nothing but Warzone dubs. Let's go. We could be we could be jumping to our death right now. <laughs> uh, I guess for me, I haven't played much. Uh, I think I did. Try out the this with the Metro Prime. Yes. Oh. How's the controller? We need a review. It's very, very good. I mean, I like the whole fact that it's magnetic. So Oh, Cesar, what were you holding up for the audio folks? It is a NYXI. It is a how do you pronounce that? Nixie. Uh, Nixie, probably. It's basically in excess, right? The band? <laughs> that works too. <laughs> it's it's the Nixie um GameCube. For Switch, PC, beautiful uh, Indigo GameCube controller. Beautiful. It looks like a nice wave bird. Yep. So, I mean, it's the same design, and you guys will probably have more fun with it than I would, because I've tried, I did the classic controls that you mentioned before, Richard, in there in the Metro Prime, and tied it to it, but I've never played the original Metro Prime on GameCube, so... Okay. You would know if playing it like, okay, this is more of a playable thing, but it's playable for me, but it's not like a nostalgic thing for me, because I never... Had a chance to interact with it. Oh, you tried uh, you tried out the class and controls before yeah. the because the remaster famously makes it a twin stick shooter like a yeah. Halo or a Medal of Honor that everybody's used to in this day and age. And as in the C of the left analog stick, like you said, it does the full complete movement. And this one, I think, changes just your special weapons. It uh, does, for yeah. Different blasters, so uh, it takes a minute to get used to going back and forth for me. But I mean, it, you guys will probably have to try it. Like you or Brand have to try and see how it plays. I'm very, yeah, I'm very curious. But it has uh, it has gyro and rumble and everything else. Has rumble. It's not HD rumble, but it's the rumble's pretty yeah. strong. It's similar okay. to what it has a GameCube and the gyro is in there as well. 
Uh, it just docks in on the on the side. It goes on the switch controllers, uh, and it makes your switch even more bigger. Uh, yeah, that's it's what got Joy-Con like. rails. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you can actually put it on the. You can put yeah, it on the switch. Slots right into the switch. Uh, each controller can charge independently or mm-hmm. charge on the switch or from the uh, little. I didn't know it part did that. That yeah, yeah. that, that USB C right here slots in together. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, more or less what they c- could slash should have made with the. It's like a console. It's yeah. like when we saw those concept arts about people playing. Oh, you can play yeah. GameCube games, and they were doing these concepts. Is basically what this is. Yeah. And as you can see right here, it, it does the. You get fully colored on <laughs> the like buttons. LED lights. Yeah, for yeah some on the buttons and everything. The uh, only thing it doesn't have is NFC capabilities, I believe. That no, is the only no thing NFC. It's no When's the last time we used one of those? Uh, Splatoon. Splatoon three. Oh, Splatoon, uh, I used I used the uh, Loftwing amiibo because I was getting tired of having to find a statue every now and then. I just pop that on there for, and go back up to the Skyloft. I did it for Breath of the Wild like every day when I was trying to get all those costumes. And I'm probably, I guess I will be for uh, Tears of the Kingdom when it comes <laughs> out. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the most important thing, and there's the magnetic uh, thumb, thumbsticks. They feel good? Feels great. Feels just like they a normal one. You don't. good. Uh, it doesn't feel like there's anything rubbing down there where it would break like it would on a normal thing where you get mm-hmm. that uh, Joy-Con drift. I've had some people say they got Joy-Con drifts on these, but if you go back into the settings and reset it, it fixes it every time. It doesn't sit there where when you do get Joy-Con drift on the mechanical part, it always goes back breaking because the part's damaged. Who would have thought? So, I wonder mm-hmm. what the cost difference is between making the the mechanical versus the magnetic. Somebody's selling the mechanical stuff separately that they can you can change yourself in your yeah. own Joy-Cons. So. They, they oh. sell those magnetic... Oh, I can't remember what they da- what they call them now. But they, they sell just listening. the sticks. They sell just the um, the sticks that use that the magnetic parts rather than the uh, actual regular OEM Joy-Con sticks that are prone to failure. Sussar, just give us some uh, ASMR for like 20 seconds. <laughs> That's what he's been doing. Beautiful clicking. Can't you um, change the gates out on those sticks too? So there, yeah, there's a, uh, you can change these circles when you can do a standard circle. And this one is like the hexagonal one that is, I think it's standard on the original GameCube one. So you mm-hmm. have that, that's where you're hearing all these angles on. You can change it to a solid circle one if you want, where it's just smooth. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this will work great on what Smash Brothers, uh, the Metroid Prime. I can't think of any other GameCube games are coming up. Maybe, uh, Go back and play um, Byte and Kaitos when I come Mario out. Sunshine. Oh, yeah. Mario yeah, Sunshine. Mario Sunshine. Uh, I mean, there's some ones out there that it'll probably work very well with. So Maybe but Wind think, Waker when it comes out? Maybe. If that I think comes the, out. the big deal will be a lot of people prefer to play with something like this for uh, Smash Brothers. There's some people good. religiously do that. But I think it's like $49.99. It's, it's not that bad. It's uh, I, I like the build on it. It's not like the when we got the What's, what's that? Retro Fighters is that controller we got, Richard? Yeah. This is the one where it, it, I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with Retro Fighters, but it, it feels like this is a better quality build. Okay. Uh, That's a good perspective. For the, for the price. It's like $50. It's like this is pretty damn good for $50. And you don't get the HD rumble, but the rumble is pretty strong on this. It's not like a little, like, oh, it's like farting out of rumbles. It doesn't do that. It's like it's pretty strong rumble. So. But like that, HD, HD Rumble was so hit and miss, and it's not like well, I guess it is like the DualSense stuff, whether it's implemented properly, and it, it seems so few and far between that it was actually used right. It's yeah, it's all based off implementation. It's the same thing. Like uh, 
I I've, I haven't played much. I won't talk about it here, but that Resident Evil 4 demo does a very good job on the on the DualSense controller. It, it uses it out. very very well. It's uh, I know you're big on that, Richard. If I, like you were on the fence yeah. about it, I, I would jump on the PlayStation 5 version versus anything else, just because of that. Outside of the weird performance issues on the on the Xbox that I'm seeing going around, but um, that is weird. Yeah, I mean it's fine. A lot of people were upset about it, but it's like it's still above 50 frames per second. It's just not a consistent 60 like it is on PlayStation 5. But some people are blaming the, the Xbox Series Potato for uh, <laughs> messing it potato. up. Yeah. Uh, who knows if it's the S uh, Series S or not? But everybody's calling it the Series Potato now since it's been uh, they've been having issues with uh, games on a multi generate uh, multi console setup. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me. I, like I said, I didn't get a chance to play much. I mean, I, I kind of fucked around with some stuff here and there, but nothing significant enough to talk about. So I'll turn it over to Brant. I want to see uh, if you get if you get a chance while Brant's going through his stuff or after the show or whatever, like clip it on the Switch because I pl- I've played so much of Metroid in handheld mode. Nine, I would say ninety nine percent. Um, I would like to see how that man that would that would make the difference because I went down that oh. rabbit hole of looking for. Uh, I think you sent it to me for the regular Switch, the Orsley, like, ergonomic thing that you could, like, pop it down mm-hmm. into. Um, and I tried to put my OLED Switch in there. <laughs> it worked, but it was, like, constantly mashing down on the volume button. So I was like, yeah. it's, so, not, it's not meant for this. Yeah, if it's if it's OLED, you have to rebuy the Orsley. There's a different one for it. And it's much more expensive. And I wasn't mm-hmm. super keen on buying another one, especially something you could pop in and out. But if it's going to improve the controller, because the... Joy-Cons are not amazing. I mean, they're serviceable, but... Uh, and I've played through 13, 14 hours of Metroid Prime on it, but um, that would be that would be an improvement. And does it go in the dock with those things on there? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to get this thing. <laughs> yeah. I'll, oh, I'll just, just remind me towards the end. I'll show you real quick. So. Yep. Before oh, we move on... Go ahead. Did you remember your Minecraft solution or whatever? I did. I do have a Minecraft solution. So I've been talking about uh, Minecraft was taking over the household, and now I've got to get another Switch, potentially, right? Because uh, we only have one, and that's being fought over. I was looking through, it may have been a lot on eBay or something, but I remembered that um, it came out on new 3DS. And both of my kids have the new 2DS. And that game's 20 bucks on eBay. So I was like, I'm going to buy this, and then there's another... We've got another setup, and I don't have to be out another... I, I know the Switch purchase is probably coming up, but uh, maybe we'll get lucky, and there will be a Switch successor before then, and then I can... I mean, it, it works, because I don't think you have to worry about all that uh, server nonsense from other people, so... Just kind of so, update it and go from there? I mean, it, it's going to do what they it needs it needs to do for them, so I think it'll be fine. I, I mean, it's, so not like, it's not like they're going online and downloading Spongebob skins or something like that, so, I mean, I, I think it'll be fine. And they've never, like, asked about an update or anything. And they're watching, like I said, these, you know, Roku fan, friends and family. They're watching these old builds where people are doing – I'm assuming they're old. I'm assuming they update Minecraft all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like, able to keep up with those builds. Like, whatever the castle they're doing, they can do the same thing. So I, I know they're not too far off from from whatever versions those are. Thanks, thanks, Bran. I was going to forget that. So I have a solution. I'm only out 20 bucks instead of – uh, the refurbs are on Nintendo site for 170 the lights. Yeah. And then another copy of Minecraft, whatever that was going to be. So, I'm, Brian, I'm about to hand it over to you. I was cleaning out some stuff this weekend. It's actually, you can't see it from here, but it's actually cleaner in here. Astoundingly. It doesn't look like it. And I found this. You guys remember oh. when this was, uh, you remember when this was in stores? Mm-hmm. We had a whole bunch of these in my store. And this is a Nintendo GameCube preview DVD. 
we've got the games you want. So this is part of oh, that shit. like game year two GameCube era where they're just getting their lunch eaten up one side and down the other by PS2 and eventually Xbox. We've got the games you want. Metroid Prime, Star Fox Adventures, Super Mario Sunshine, Animal Crossing, Mario Party 4, and then a bunch of third-party stuff under there. The ironic thing about this, because this was available on like store countertops. You went into Walmart and you could just grab this preview DVD. It is a DVD-ROM. What can you not do with your brand new GameCube <laughs> that you want to know that in at all. what games are coming out? I mean, you have to pop that in your PS2 or DVD yeah, player. That's, that's how you or do it. Computer. Put in your PS2 or your Xbox. That's how you get people on the GameCube side. Oh boy, I may. I, I popped this in my computer when I found it, and I was like, "Let me see what's on here." And there's some really cool, like Metroid Fusion was coming out, so they're showing off a little Metroid Fusion. There's a history of Metroid since it's got the upcoming Metroid Prime on the cover, and it's a little, you know, like the looping DVD menus. You can click yeah. a title on one of the menus, and it'll take you to like a synopsis of the first Metroid, and then Metroid Two on Game Boy and then Super Metroid. And it's got like a little looping video in the top corner and a synopsis of the game. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, but there's also wallpapers on here. So I might look and see if those are somewhere. I don't think this is like a rare disc. It, I think it was pretty common. Like when we had it at my store, it was at Walmart and Best Buy and everywhere else I went. But yeah, but where are most of those? Where do they probably end up? Probably in the, in the trash. trash. In the trash. But uh, there's a bunch of different Star Fox Adventures wallpapers on here. There's a bunch of Metroid Prime wallpapers, uh, a bunch of GameCube ones, like GameCube fonts and things like that. Oh, and um, Brandon, yeah. you, re- you just reminded me. I don't mean to interrupt, Richard, but somebody had did an article about the Forspoken steel bookcases are ending up in the <laughs> garbage dumps in Australia. Oh, like it's like a, it's like ET. Like they're finding them like all over the place over there. Really? Yeah. Like that's a- they don't. They already got rid of so many of those. Yeah, because they were talking about how it underperformed. Somebody legit did an article like they're finding them in like dumps, like the the steelbook cases, because they didn't sell any the enough copies with the game. So y'all saw that. I have no sympathy for them, but y'all saw that Funko Pop buried like ten million dollars of inventory <laughs> in a desert somewhere. Oh, gosh. Et style and like Forspoken steelbooks. Like they, you couldn't give those to some kids. Like, how is that the most economic thing? Yeah. Is to kill, is to bury them somewhere. I mean, my, tots, donate them some, yeah. uh, somewhere. My dreams to get my hands on the the Falcon shirt where they won the Super Bowl that they give up for free. <laughs> You've seen mine, haven't you? <laughs> I have one. I know you have one. Oh, okay. I said I got to get one. Yeah. <laughs> I found that in a local Goodwill. I almost shit myself. Yeah. It's like no way. <laughs> All right, I mean, Brian, we, I think we the could do that every, If we could do that every year for every team, I'll, I'll do it. I'll buy it. It'd be awesome. Get the losing Super Bowl thing mm-hmm. as I reach for my one and only Funko Pop that came from a friend of the show, Robbie. And he I don't brought, nice. He brought you in the culture, man. I don't hate this one. If there's one to get, it's a GameStop exclusive. That makes it uh, partially <laughs> worse. Grant reaches for his days gone Funko Pop. I have a couple of them. Uh, the the last one I bought was um, Yu-Gi-Oh related. It's the Pharaoh sitting on the throne. Okay, that's a big ass box like mine. Is that like a special one? Uh, it's just a bigger figure, but it's got 25th anniversary. Oh shit! Um, I do have I do have one I can reach for. Here we go. Grab it, Cesar. It's a footstool. Cesar's footstool. Uh, yeah, look down. I was like, oh, my foot's on this. Yeah. Here's where I prop my feet up at. <laughs> what do you uh, have? Dragon Slayer. Uh, Demon Slayer. Or D- Dragon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Uh, I like Tanjiro. Dragon Slayer. Tanjiro. Dirk the Brave or whatever his name was. <laughs> Came with the, when I, pre- when I pre-ordered the Daffy. game. When I pre-ordered oh. the game, they gave it to a free. 
from Best Buy. Okay. I was like, I think it was like back order for two months. I was like, I, I kept emails. I was like, you guys don't have to send this to me. And they're like, no, no, you're going to get your free pre-order. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so Brant is still the only one to have paid for a Funko Pop. Let's let's have that on the... On so that was free and mine was a gift. I think I have like a couple more Yu-Gi-Oh ones and I have a Shantae one because I really like Shantae. So. How does that one look? Did it give her like totally it's, dead eyes again? It kind of, but it yeah. looks all right. I like it. The dead I, eye thing throws me off. I can't. I can't say shit because I've bought so much random good at smile shit. So, so Brand, you spend your money on it. It's fine. Yeah, get, we don't. We don't shame unless it's Funko Pop. <laughs> I have way more <laughs> Amiibo than Funko Pop. And they did. In my uh, opinion, Amiibo, they did a good job with those. Place and, yeah, and yeah. They actually look good though. They look really good. Um. All right. So as far as my stuff goes, uh, played Warzone with um, friend of the show Russell, you, um, and myself, of course. Um, we played a few rounds. Uh, got close to winning a couple times. Got um, destroyed a couple times, I think. But we did. We had this really this this round where I really doubted. Um, I think we had we had won the one one. And we came back, we jumped in a, another match, and um, immediately, we're starting to get popped at. Like, we had people on Monday? our... Did we win yeah. one Monday? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think one. we... I thought we won two. I could be wrong. I remember that... It, it took me a while to remember this, because I was like, I know... I think so. But... I remember this win vividly because we were getting popped at like crazy from behind Mm -hmm. and we kept going down this hill and we kept getting chased by these guys and eventually um, we stopped seeing them and we walked up right behind two people and I I killed one, killed another. I think Russell came around and uh, down the last guy, that was a team kill, team wipe. And then we... Finally getting somebody else in the back like I always get shot yeah. in the back. And we kept doing that. Like so we, we did that a few times that game. We um we went through this warehouse and there was a couple guys in there. We popped them and then we kept watching this warehouse and we were watching the uh it's like a it looks like a bombed out like big spiral carport is the only way I can describe it. Mm, the the yep. concrete thing. There were two snipers up there. Yep. And we kept watching them and I think Russell pop shields on them a couple times. Um, and eventually we, we ran around and we wound up in this building and it was us and another like two or three people. And we're in this stairwell and the gas is, is coming in and we're <laughs> to the point where like the circle, we can't even see the circle anymore. We're in the gas and we're in, on this stairwell. The guy comes in, uh, at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, I think Russell killed one guy and then Russell got downed. You got downed. I'm upstairs running around. My gas mask pops, and I'm getting damaged by the gas. You're like, he's. <laughs> you're both like, he's downstairs. He's downstairs. Oh yes, and, I do remember this one. So I do remember I, this one. I run. I run down. Russell has like already died. I grab you and I start resing you. You're like, no, I was no, leave you to me. Go. Leave yeah, me. Go leave Brand. me. Go get him. Go get him. And I, I, my health is 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 ticking down so quick because of and the I gas. And I had the durable. I had the durable gas mask. Yeah. I had the long term one. I was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to make it. So I res you, you're up, you're like putting your plates in real quick. I run to the bottom of the stairs and there's and one person left. There's one there's person one left person. and I, and I turn and look out the doorway, uh, to my right 
and the the guy like runs past the door, sees me and shoots me, downs me. And I go, he's out the door. He's out the door. You come around the corner and brah, and it goes war zone. Pulled it, pulled yes, it out. That I forgot that win. <laughs> that was such a good win. That, that one was a well, well fought uh, win for us that uh, Monday. That was all credit to you resing me and me having the durable gas mask. If I don't yeah. just like, just like in the tunnel tonight, if we don't find all that shit, we don't get out of that tunnel and go up the ladder. If I didn't have that durable gas mask after you resed me, it was that was going to be toast, yeah. and that dude would have gotten all three of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I forgot about that one. That was a good one. Uh, other than that, uh, I, I never get tired of Warzone stories. Uh, I continued to stream um, some Legends of Dragoon. I watched that. Um, I fought uh, the Green Tusk Dragon, and oh my gosh, I forget his name. Um. But Lavitz knows him as a, you know, an, uh, like basically somebody that used to serve with his father and then deserted um, the town of Basil. Too, and, I think was it a lady um, you were fighting at one point with armor, like she had. The oh, oh, armor. yeah, that's so. Um, I beat the beat the dragon and the dragoon, and uh, Lavitz gets the green uh, dragoon spirit passed to him. So now I've got three dragoon dragoons in the party. Uh, but the big thing with that green tusk dragon was like he emits poison, and um, Shauna had like been acting weird since we entered the forest where the dragon right. was, mm-hmm. and like as soon as we finish, she like kind of collapses, and so we've got to rush her to the the nearest town, and we're trying Story to reasons talk to um, talk to the doctor, and the doctor's like, yeah, I don't, it's it's like her mind's sick, it's not her body, and I do what I can, but dragon poison, it's you know, it's kind of like a legend, you know, I don't know what to do. So an otherworldly element or ailment. Yeah. He says there's like one, one thing, um, one thing that can fix it that I know of. It's supposed to be like this. What what was it called? Like a Dragonia plant or something, something like that, some kind of plant. And so that sends you to your next next uh, destination. Yeah, you you hunt around the town because the town you're in is a um, big trading town, and so hopefully you can find it in there. Of course you can't, um, but you get a hint about where it could be. Um, so you have to backtrack through the forest, go up to this other place, and you wind up in the temple or the no the shrine the shrine of Shirley, which you find out is. Um, you mean Shirley's temple. Shirley's temple. <laughs> Shirley is um, the former dragoon of the uh, white uh, dragon spirit. And you go through this area that's filled with like these booby traps and you find these uh, chests that's, that are normally have items in there. And it's like, ha ha, no treasure here. And, you know, has all these uh, little things in there. And you get toward the end and uh, a guy pops out. His name is Drake. Uh, and he's like, I know you're here trying to search for the uh, search for the treasure. <laughs> and the fight with him is a, is horrible. He has um, a decent amount of health and he does the, he does like two different like big moves where he throws out bombs 
and they're the old cartoony bombs with like the Jolly Roger on them. They have the, <laughs> the, the, the freaking wick at the, t- the fuse at the top is just slowly going. Yeah. But they um, you've got like four turns, three or three or four turns, I think, because the bombs like slowly roll towards you. And they do a good amount of damage. So you either have to attack the bombs or just right before they get to you, just brace for them and defend, which tends to be the easiest way. Cause I, if you want to get through the fight, attack him. And then once it, once they get closer, just brace for him. A brace for it. <laughs> he throws up brace. like a wire, a wire mesh barrier kind of thing. And then you have to attack the barrier before you can attack him. And he does these things several times throughout the fight. I mean, we talked about it before, but like bracing and defending on this game is actually a viable strategy for oh, yeah. a round. And unlike some RPGs where it's just like, I don't know what to put. Let me just mash this. It, it's actually a legitimate way to uh, to spend your round. Um, but after you down him, he's, you know, on the floor. um, hurt and the ghost the spirit of Shirley comes down um Shirley can't be serious <laughs> <laughs> I am and don't Slowly call me Shirley just... <laughs> call me Shirley <laughs> good old airplane <laughs> <laughs> so, who had an airplane reference on their podcast bingo <laughs> <laughs> so um Rose recognizes her which is a little odd uh, at that point in the story, because, you know, the Dragoons were around, like, thousands of years ago during the Dragon Campaign. Um, so, but Shirley recognizes Rose. They have a little small exchange, and then you tell her that you need the plant to heal um, Shauna. And... Um, she says, well, that there's I don't have that plant. That plant's not here. But then she shows you the Dragoon spirit and says, This'll this can heal your friend. But before I give it to you, I'm gonna test you. And you do a a fight. It goes into the battle sequence, but you don't have to fight her. She just asks you some questions. You have to ask the you have to answer the correct uh answers. Oh god, it's Cesar's uh banjo trivia all over again. Yeah, fuck oh that, it's fuck that game, man. <laughs> but she I mean she asks you like Two two questions to Dart, and she asked two questions to Albert, or not Albert, uh, Lavitz. Sorry, um, she transforms uh, into Shauna while she asks um, Dart the question. She asked transforms into Albert to ask Lavitz, and she's trying to you know gauge the true intentions of your heart or whatever. So after you satisfy her, she gives you the dragoon spirit, and she disappears uh, after. She said, I'll, I'll give it to you, but you have to heal Drake. So you heal Drake, um, and then Drake's running around looking for Shirley because I guess he he knew about Shirley and he was there like protecting her. Um, but that's where I ended. I've got to take that back to the town of Lohan and um, give it to uh, a heal uh, Shauna with it. And Heal Shauna. Uh, those who know uh, Shauna gets the spirit. And then we have four dragoons. Dragoon power. 
And then there's a like a tournament in Lohan. So and another a couple more characters pop up. So uh, I'll probably stream that maybe tomorrow if I have time. How does the tournament play out? Is it like the Festival of the Hunt on Final Fantasy Nine? Is it something like that? <sighs> I don't know. It's it's literally. I think you you go through like I don't know two battles, and then um, somebody shows up that's integral to the uh, to the story, and he's one of those people that you can't hit him like you go to attack him and he just like sidesteps you every time. Okay. And then the story reasons. Yeah. And then the fight's over. So oh, those are my favorite when the whole, when your whole party gets wiped out. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't wipe you or anything. I just know literally just uh, the the tropes. Like the ones you're, the ones you're meant to lose. Yeah. You're like, God, I got to do this all over again. Cause my dumb ass when I was a kid, was like, no, I level up five levels. Like I beat this guy. Like, <laughs> it's just a story beat. You're supposed yeah. to lose. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter if you're level 99, man. I think I've remember using game shark on shit like that. And like, I'm level 99. Fight me now, bitch. And I die instantly still. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't get it. <clears throat> Not meant to win. No matter what, there's no win condition. There's no win clause. Uh, other than that, um, I did play the resident evil for chainsaw demo. Mm. Um, all that did was, Show me how rusty I am from 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 uh, not playing Resident Evil Four every day of my life. Because um, I the I love that controller. Brand, what'd you think of the DualSense controller? Uh, the DualSense control was actually pretty damn good. It's good And the stuff. implementation of yeah. the um it's really really good <laughs> of the triggers and everything. It's 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 good. So I'll let you get into it, Brant. I downloaded the demo from the PlayStation app. And when I tried yep. to send it to my selected console, it was only the PS4. And I that thing hasn't been hooked up in That's like odd. two years. I'm like, what? They're trying to get you back, man. They want you back. <laughs> have you not set no it up? In, have you not set it up as your your primary console from the app? Every I do this once every couple weeks, something comes yeah. out. Like Legend of Dragoon, I just went, I pushed the PS5 one straight to my PS5. I do it, if not weekly, bi-weekly Weird. to the PlayStation. That's Why how I get all my PlayStation Plus games. I'm like... Why, why, why all of a sudden like is, it, is it a PS4 registered? <laughs> oh, Maybe I, I should. Know. You think that's a red flag or you think something's just messed up on their end? No, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, because we're actually getting there's a PS4 version of that one. There's not a standard Xbox One version of that one. So, yeah, yeah, because I've got two factor on anything uh, Sony. What is it? Sony Media or whatever. So I'm not I wasn't stressing because my first thing was like, oh, God, somebody wiped my console somehow. Oh, no, no, probably it's not registered like anymore. That. Somebody changed my account settings. <laughs> Because I'd never talked about it, but um, when when Legends of Dragoon and um, Wild Arms 2 came out, when I went to the um, the store, I downloaded Legends of Dragoon. I mean, the went to the page, yeah, and that that part just had download on it. And I was like, oh, let me go ahead and get Wild Arms 2. I went to that page, and normally it has like you know subscribe, um, and then it has like either purchase or you've already bought it right my mine actually had purchase i'm like i'm pretty sure i've bought wild arms too is it like tekken 2 those and some of those weird ones that you that don't carry over no if if it if it's that it literally just only has subscribe next okay. to well, it yeah or, i think tekken know, 2 is to the next tier weird example because that one is uh subscribe only i believe subscribe yeah. only it doesn't matter if you have a license from the past so so i you know had literally just downloaded legends of dragoon i was like i'll wear later and literally like the day after i was like you know what i picked up my vita turned it on looked and i'm like i sure do have wild arms i bought it 
I bought it from the store. So I went back on my PS5, pulled it up, and this time it said, you know, upgrade or purchase. Or not purchase, it had download. I'm like, it works now. So I don't know why initially it was like, buy it again. Trying to punish you, Brant, for still playing the Vita. (laughs) Or being Um, interested in uh, Jim Ryan's least favorite uh, genre of games, old games. Um, The greatest subset of games that he hates. Chainsaw, chainsaw demo literally takes place. Um, I don't know the first fifteen minutes or so of the the Resident Evil Four um, portion where this was the demo that you've well it came out for the GameCube. It's the same yeah. section, right? Yeah, it's literally you you the the police have left the the vehicle to go ahead and they haven't yeah. come back. So you get out and you walk through. So it's the infamous scene where they said, uh, "Where's everybody at playing bingo?" that fucking killed me where's everybody going playing bingo play bingo (laughs) it's like what the fuck is that shit that's where everybody's running Uh, to always always suspect bingo um, there's a there's an awesome round of bingo occurring somewhere near somewhere nearby where's my stamper uh the the missus sat with me while i played this because she sat with me and watched me play resident evil for at least a few times um and she what was do you, she, what do you usually she play was, through on huh. what do you usually play through on on resident evil oh, 4 she, just whatever yeah i i'm telling you i every time that game um i think i had it on gamecube and then i sold it or not sold it or traded it in i know i i know i bought it on uh when it when it came out on the wii and I think I kept that version, and then eventually bought the GameCube version the again. Oh, um, and I think I've got it digitally on PS3. Um, I've, physical PS4, I've, yeah, we. Yeah. I've got it on uh, Quest. It's it's one of those that like every time yeah. it comes available, I buy. It's like Symphony of the Night. Um, because yeah. it was my first full like immersion into a resident evil game same same that was mine um, and i remember when the demo i was in retail when the demo came out and i wasn't even working that day when we got them in and my coworker was like you got to come up here i cannot believe the gamecube is doing this <laughs> we, we <laughs> sold so many gamecubes off that demo because we just popped that demo into the kiosk machine it was like uh shadow of the colossus i remember being one of the other titles we sold like this you just put it in and some somebody grabbed the controller and you hit go and it just it literally sells itself. Yeah. And but she uh, she was loving, of course. I mean, the way it looks looks good, but it looks just like all the rest of the you know the remakes and everything. So uh, expect the the similar. It doesn't okay. look bad. It looks nice. Right. Um, she it's was a having new generation me, RE4. She was having me stop every every time there's like text or something or when they were talking because she, she's like I'm trying to listen and see what they're saying. Um, and like it, at the end where the bells ringing and they're walking into the church, she goes, they're saying like, they must serve. And so she's like translating the Spanish. She's like, where are you in this one? I said, a very, it's a very unspecified con- uh, country in Europe that is Spanish speaking. That's all like, yeah. that's all you get. Track down the president's daughter. They're very, uh, nondescript. The Ganado. 
So you have the chainsaw guy chase you around, and it's yeah. the whole it's the whole like playground of that exact, open part. Yeah, it's the exact awesome. what I remember. I would have been o- playing it the stupid push to the <laughs> PS4 that's not been hooked up for three years. Running around. Uh, that's not nice. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Every stupid, time. <laughs> stupid push She's, to the PS4 that's not been hooked up for three years. She said that's not nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's classic. Thank uh, you, Siri. I guess she thinks that uh, you called her stupid. <laughs> stupid. Stupid well, push that thing. Stop, stop trying to get on the uh, podcast, Siri. Yeah, it's, kind of, uh, it's bizarre. Does she do that any other time, or is it literally nope. just like... <laughs> it's only this podcast, and I have no clue what trips it. No clue. Weird. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's just as I remember, you know, running up, running upstairs... Um, watching the guys climb up the ladders, kicking over the ladders, um, you know, running around, just, it's, it's, it's good. It's good memories. Did you play with headphones? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. How did the audio sound over speakers? It sounded fine. I'm sure it sounds even better. They probably are implementing the 3D audio like they have been. I bet they are. Um, I'm kind of disappointed the Xbox One is garbage because, uh. It's been like a year ago there was a Target buy to get one and they did not have the PlayStation 5 version up. So I got the Xbox One as like a placeholder just to have something. Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll let me return it for the other version, like in store or mm-hmm. something. It'd be nice. They'll probably prorate it. Like, we'll give you $40 for this one. The other one's 70 <laughs> No. Um, so right now on Wii U, um, just for everybody there's several games that are on sale since you only have like a couple weeks uh i know capcom are we, go- are we going this route capcom has some stuff on sale um yacht club has um shovel knight on, on sale um way forward has that one? the shantae games on sale i think uh, most of these games that usually sell for 19 are like 299 because i, I picked up capcom games are yeah i picked up um Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles for $2.99 and actually started playing that. (laughs) How's that? Oh, it's I used to own this game physically. Yeah. And it's it's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those games that I think I modded my Wii way back in the day and uh, traded in like all my games (laughs) after I had um, backed them up. Um. Because that's the point I was getting to. I know all these sales are coming up, but I, I'm already convinced I'm on this in the sale genre, yeah. And not the sale that's a, a lower price, but rather the uh, buccaneering type of sailing yeah. for some of these titles. But I get two ninety nine is still supporting them. Yeah. If that if that goes towards um, flushing out your library digitally, officially, I guess. So my son has not gotten into any of the survival horror genre i played left for dead with him like one time i mean he loved that but who doesn't love left for dead as far as resident evil he's never dipped his toe in i'm like okay i bought this uh me and your mom played this years ago here here's a wiimote let's uh let's do this and we played through the whole first scenario which covers it's like three chapters but it it covers um, basically <laughs> an, ab- an abbreviated version of Resident Evil Zero. Okay. 
and you know it's the, the train, on Philly yeah. the train and all that. It's the on rail. Uh, this is the on rail light gun shooter, um, and it it works so damn well. The light gun games were just like perfect on the Wii. They are, they really were. I was thinking that as soon as you said it, I'm like, I'm going through like Ghost Squad and the House of the Dead game and all that stuff that they came out with. There was oh, even yeah. a Zelda. Zelda had a freaking light crossbow gun training. You're uh, him playing through this and this being his Resident Evil is like me and Cesar beating uh, that Sonic Drift game for Game Gear with the same level names as the first <laughs> Sonic. <Dead Yep>. <laughs> hey man, I, you- I beat Sonic twice, man. Yeah, I was about to say, did you think of that when he started talking about that? I was like, <laughs> yeah, we beat the Green Hill Zone. We came in first place. We beat I, Tails. <laughs> I, beat, I beat OG Sonic. You sat there and watched me with the, the drowning syndrome. Right? We the all did. We all watched you. Yeah. And then you came back and told me it was a bug the whole fucking time after I sat there for 45 minutes drowning towards the end. It was. It's not supposed to be like that. It's bad <laughs> emulation. Are we ever going to get a physical copy of that Sonic Origins thing? Didn't it get I rated don't. in, like, Korea or something? Yeah, I think there's, like, a plus version that got rated in Korea, so it looks like they might do the Sonic Mania Plus thing. Where okay. We derailed nice. your on-rails light gun shooter conversation. No, but it's, it's fun. Um, you know, you go through, and then it just gives you letter grades on based on how you did. We did normal, and it's um, actually a little bit harder than I remember. Um, he's missing some of the like quick time events cause it still does those. You'll have an explosion or, you know, somebody, an enemy like coming at you or something. Yeah. But it's, it's super easy and super, uh, intuitive, you know, just pointing and shooting with the, uh, the B button, you know, B in your basic trigger or you hold down a, and you swipe the screen to do your knife or you can actually press B, um, and you'll throw grenades, um, and then you just use the D-pad to like switch through, scroll through your guns. Um, I was gonna say, did it require the Wii Motion Plus? But you're playing on Wii mm-hmm. U, so you already have a Wii Motion Plus hooked up to it, right? Yeah. Does it well, play? Think, does it use regu- regular Wii remotes in I've, Wii mode? Yeah, I think I think it uses uses just regular Wii remotes. Um, okay. I've got I've got the uh, Wii remotes that already have the Motion Plus built into them. Um, not like it really mattered. You don't have to plug a nunchuck into them. Um, it is, you know, Wii Zapper compatible, <laughs> which all that is is plugging your Wiimote and nunchuck into the little piece of plastic. Um, but we just played with the with the Wiimotes, and we were having a blast. Even tonight, um, we sat down and played. We, we would uh, like to play. We sat and played the uh, the first mission of the second scenario. I was like, I, I believe these are the basically like convi- condensed, abbreviated versions of. I was like, I want to say it's the first four games. I couldn't remember. I looked it up. It's <laughs> Reader's wiki, Digest Evil. The wiki said it was zero, uh, Resident Evil, and then Resident Evil three, and then the fourth scenario is like some original story that takes place in russia i was like what is that why would they do zero zero one and three but i don't know was that code veronica i don't know much about i don't remember russian it was no it's it's an original story is what it said so i guess we'll see but right right now we we started off uh the first mission which starts uh claire and um uh or not Claire. Billy? Uh, it starts Chris uh, Radfield and... Oh my gosh, Jill Valentine. There we go. Um, off, in the, 
off in the uh, the mansion. Of course, Wesker is there as we walk in, and then we all you know split up. But of course, since it's co-op, we're together, and we uh, you know go around the corner, see the dude uh, getting chomped at by the zombie, go through the uh, the first part of the mansion, and the that scenario ends with us uh, fighting the snake in the library, which is which is pretty cool. Um, I've never beaten that game in any uh, incarnation. Really? Well, I mean, honestly, if you want, if you want bite-sized missions, um, it'll still give you the storyline, and it is, it is great. It is a great on-rail action shooter. Yeah. Um, There's, they made two of those for Wii, didn't they? Yes. Uh, what is I don't the other? One? The name. I don't remember the name of the second one. I'd have to I look it up. It's it is. Dark it's another. Side. Yeah, is it Dark yes, Darkside Chronicles. Chronicles. So I'd have to look up and see what those are. That's not on the store, so I'd have to buy that physically. But I'm sure it's not very expensive. Yeah, that's the one I think I played not too long ago. I played both of those on PlayStation 3 with the PlayStation Move. So. Yeah, I was going to say they ported those to PS3 when the Move came out. They bundled it with a game, didn't they? Weren't they wasn't it like an add-on with the disc? Uh, Yeah, I think they were all on one disc. And it yeah. came with like Resident Evil Co. Veronica or something like that. We should have a uh, Wii light gun shooter stream. <laughs> 24 Wii light gun shooters in 24 hours. Um, all right. <laughs> I got my next little thing um, here. I, I'm gotten on a Game Boy kick. I'm waiting on some parts from China. I'm going to redo my, <laughs> uh, my Game Boy color. Uh, until then, I actually got a flashcard for my Game Boy Color that does uh, Game Boy, Game Boy Color. It is fully um, compatible with the uh, link cable. Some aren't, but this this oh, is. Boy. I mean, you can you can link cable and play Tetris or battle Pokemon or whatever. This awesome. is the I, I have the uh, other version of this for the Game Boy Advanced, uh, but this is the Easy Flash Junior. Junior. The other one's Omega, right? Yes. I need to get uh, both of those if you have a uh, reputable seller. To... Uh-huh. This, I I freaking love this thing. So, first off, for those watching, there is actually, there is a changeable uh, little battery in there. And it's oh, actually, it. it's slotted. It's not soldered. So, if need be, this battery should last quite a while. But if need be, you can pop that battery out, slot it back in. Um, you're obviously not going to lose your saves because the saves are on your uh, micro SD card. Um, uh, on the root, there's literally like a file that you need to put on there and then you can put the update files for the firmware and then you put your folders in there for Game Boy, Game Boy Color games, boot them up. There's a auto save feature. For all the backups of the games you own. Yes, there is a auto save feature that you can tick uh, on or off. I put it on. So every time I... Um, reset it uh, automatically boots up the flashcard and then saves whatever game I was just playing um, there is a expensive. there's an onboard clock as well uh, I was about to say I think I I just bought mine off Amazon so you can get it from just about anywhere yeah one of the best features is the fact that if you push down on the little uh, bubble right there that's on all of the uh, Game Boy carts. You just push on the top of the cartridge, 
There's actually a physical button in there. Nice. So you, and that button resets. So you don't have okay. to turn off, turn on the Game Boy every time. You can just reach back there and touch that little button. Uh, and it <laughs> will reset and go back to the, the main uh, screen of the Flash. So, uh, And on here, uh, I guess I should start off with these. Uh, I played Resident Evil Gaiden a little bit. Okay. Um, that's actually, it's not bad. I, I enjoy the, uh, the battle system is pretty cool. So, you know, you see these, these zombies, uh, around and you can target them with, you know, whatever weapon you're using. And then it kind of goes into this, uh, first person view and it's almost like a rhythm game. I would say where Did that one actually come out. Is that the one that actually came out? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's got a bar at the bottom. And so depending on, you know, how many zombies, if you've got a zombie on the screen, there will be like a white section of the bar. And in the dead middle, there's like a black strip. And there's this oscillating piece that is your like basically your targeting. So you've got to press A when it gets to either that white section um, that represents oh, no. where the zombie is. This is or... the NFL blitz kick meter. <laughs> well, it just, it also, hey, so you can it. go bam, bam. Yeah. And you so can also, if you, if you get it in that dead middle section where it's black, it's, you know, like a critical hit or a headshot basically. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty cool. I did try because one of the greatest things of this flash card, you can of course just put in ROM hacks or, um, uh, betas or betas things. and unreleased yeah. Yeah. yeah so i did i did find that um resident evil the unofficial port that never released of resident evil one that's what i was getting confused with because i know it was like playable and everything holy crap is it it's solid got, it's got the tank controls i you know i'm walking around the the uh the mansion i walk down the hallway uh and you know it goes through the little cutscene and shows the zombie eat you know at the yeah. dude and turning around. It was it's pretty damn good if you have an you experience. Have a way to, do you have a way to stream that? I would love to yeah, watch that. I could hook it up to the um to the GameCube. Yeah, I haven't tried I it in the Game that. Boy Player, but I'm sure it's got to work. Um, mostly I you know I just kind of played around with it. I play a I just went from game to game, kind of trying it for you know 10 15 minutes at a time yeah um uh i played a little bit of metroid 2 samus returns uh went through and i think killed yeah killed one metroid um uh, was looking around that game. it's pretty that it's pretty good so yep. um uh played a level of shante um played a level of croc because <laughs> That's what I was trying the, to get the best, the yeah. the the best uh one of the one of the greatest PlayStation One platformers. Croc has a uh, port. <laughs> what are you talking about, Richard? It's great. <laughs> oh, it's, Brant, what are you doing? It's got a um, it's like a two D action platformer on Game Boy Color, but they actually have worked reworked a lot of those uh um musical tracks for the game boy color you recognize the bangers oh my gosh <laughs> it's it's great it's actually really great hearing those songs on uh on game boy color the 8-bit renditions <laughs> they're they're really damn good 
Uh, they did a good job. And hey, Croc, uh, Croc Two actually came to uh, Game Boy Color as well. Can't be said for Saturn. So, um, they brought all these old franchises back. We've got the what's the boomerang? Yeah, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. We've gotten um, um, they're all escaping me. All those Xbox and PS2 games, except for Vex. We don't have a Vex. Yeah, re-release, but so many of those mascot platformers we've gotten re-releases of. It's like, come on, where, where's Croc at? Give us a Croc collection, you cowards. Um, I tried to play a little bit of Mario Golf on the Game Boy Color as well. Um, I'm gonna the have Camelot to look, game, right? Yeah, I'm gonna have to look up a manual because I was a little bit lost. I was like starting to pick it up, but I was like, I need to read this manual because I did the same with the Croc one. Like I. It's it's pretty easy to pick up. I mean, there's only two buttons, but with uh, the Mario Golf, understanding the the power meter and stuff like that, it was. I was like, what what am I doing wrong here? It wasn't the normal like start your swing, press no. to start your swing, press to stop your swing, press to hit the ball thing. Yeah, it it was, but it wasn't. I don't. I don't it's hard to explain. Um, and then today actually. Um, I was at my dad's house, and after we ate lunch, I'm just sitting over there. I'm like, I wonder, I wonder what else. Um, one game that I've, you know, it's supposed to be coming out to the Switch at some point. Um, and I wanted to try it was the Pokemon trading card game. And I picked that up and tr- started playing in that. That's not bad. I never had that as, yeah, I never had that as a kid. Me neither. I had the actual and, cards, but I never yeah, had the, I had the card cards. game. But the, the card TCG. game, the the card game, uh, video game on the Game Boy is, is pretty damn solid. Um, playing around with it a little bit and the artwork is recognizable. Yeah, you know what you're looking at on the that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is coming to the Switch Online service. I forgot about that. It's um, one of the ones he previewed. And so I'm probably still going to be playing around with that for a little while, but I'm I'm ready for my parts to get here. I want a new shell. I want an IPS display. Oh damn! You're like totally yeah, going in. I'm and going in. One. I'm get going in. Get the ips. Get the ips. Um, and the lastly, lastly, uh, I did finally today um, beat Skyward Sword. All right. And I have to say, You're killing some Zelda games, man. Damn. I have to say, um, for those who have not or have put it off, you have to play this. This is, so it has. It's only you, Richard, man. I've beaten it already, so. Yeah, it I'm ha- at the start it, of a temple. I'm in a good spot to pick it back up, too. It's It's got its highs. It's got its lows. Um, but honestly, the, the story is, in a, it's a beautiful story. Um, I know we talked about the, the musical scores in this game. The soundtrack's um, god tier. The, sa- the soundtrack's so good. I'm going to have to take, because I've got the, um, I've got Skyward Sword, um, behind me over here on the on the shelf for the Wii, and that one actually came with the uh, soundtrack. Yeah. I'm going to have to pop that soundtrack in. I think it's mostly like a 25th anniversary, if I am if I remember right. I think there's yeah. the Ballad of the Goddess song, but I think most of the, uh, everything else is just uh, is like over the series history. That's a digital game on Wii U too, right? Skyward Sword? Isn't it only yeah. 20 bucks? I think yeah, it's yeah. like 20 bucks. Yeah, because mine was still sealed when it came out on Wii U. I was like, sure, I'll just keep mine sealed. I'll grab this $20 one. That'll show them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> my revenge. Same thing with Metroid Prime Trilogy. Yeah. 
<laughs> That'll show. So, so last week I had I had like one more sanctuary to go through. Um so I did I did that trial, I did that um sanctuary. Um how much fucking order day, man. That's all I hear every time. <laughs> Sanctuary. <laughs> got the uh, got that last piece of or forged uh, the master sword in the fire. Uh, have the true master sword, and I'm like, okay, good. This is it. I'm gonna be done. Nope. Quest. Are you Fetch are quest. you are you ready for the uh, pattiest padding ever? You were talking about padding earlier. Uh, this is where the game took a dive for me, and I was really getting pissed off at first. <laughs> Not bad. But I but I stuck uh, I stuck it out. Okay. So you you go back um, after you get the master sword, and you find out that you get you get to actually see Zelda, and you learn what all is going on, and she says that she's going to because uh, you go to that. Um, gate of time. You go back in time. You see Zelda. She tells you all the you know the story bits, gives you the uh, the lore, and then she says that she's going to be staying in the past for now, um, in sleep, in order to to keep the uh, the sealed evil away. Uh, and she wants you to find the Triforce, and once you have sealed the evil away she can awaken so um the only the only hint you're given oh it's it's actually a pretty that whole portion is actually pretty powerful i was like damn that's this is some good shit but then she was At like least yeah, she's you, like not asleep the whole time there's been some yeah. zelda games where she's uh gone gone so um so the only hint that you get is the triforce's on Skyloft somewhere. You go up. Um, they tell you nobody knows. Like, oh, we don't. Nobody knows. That's you know, it's kind of been a lore, but nobody knows anything. You're gonna have to ask the the guardian of um, Skyloft, but he's over in that storm over there. And the last time I saw him, he like charged at me, and I don't know. There's something wrong with him. I've seen that storm, I think, on on my playthrough. So you go through this quest and you have to get um, basically like a big thing of it was like pumpkin soup and take it to him. And then you get there and he's like infested with because he's a giant like whale and he's he's got like windfish. Yeah, basically he's but he's he's this huge whale and he's got like these barnacles on him and there's like these weird tentacles with eyeballs on him popping out and so you've got to attack those and then this thing pops out of the the blowhole on the top of his head and you have to get down and battle that uh so after you do that have him in the blowhole he tells you oh yeah yeah i the goddess entrusted me um with this uh song um but it's only part of it and the song is the key to finding the triforce that's all i know um, the other, the other th- three parts of the song are, uh, are only known to the dragons. So now you've got to find the dragons. <laughs> uh, at this point, you've only seen the water dragon. So I've got to go down, uh, back to the woods. Uh, 
the woods are flooded. Kind of so, like a, a backtracking thing. Yeah. Somewhere the, you've been the before. woods. The woods are completely flooded. Um, so you can't go to any of the bird statues in the woods. You've got to go <laughs> way over to the start uh, and eventually get over there being flung over uh, into the woods. You have to swim around. You eventually talk to the dragon. She's like, oh, yeah, I flooded the woods because I'm trying to get all the bokoblins, all the monsters and stuff. I'm trying to get them out of here. Scorched Earth policy. So she goes, oh, you want the song? Um, Well, I'm not just going to give it to you. Um, I'm going to have you prove yourself. And she sends out. I forget what she calls them, but they're these little fish that look like musical notes and they are scattered under the water. So you've got to swim, <laughs> go find and, col- and collect all of them. They're all, they all wind up being color coded. So it's, you know, you can find them. Yeah. Um, there's some that, you know, you'll have like two notes or a single note, but something that is a long string of notes, you have to collect them like all together, like very quickly, because if you collect one, and then another, and then if you take too long getting it, it resets. So there's like three measures to this portion of the song. So you have to run around, get all these freaking pieces. Then once you do that, you go back to her. She goes, okay, cool, you did it. All right, here's my portion of the song. So now you have to either go to the desert or the uh, volcano. I chose to go to the volcano. I go to the volcano immediately as I am diving down, the volcano erupts. Send you right back up. And guess what happens? I get captured and all my shit is taken. Oh, the Metroid uh, intro. So now there have been like these little mole guys all throughout. Um, You've probably seen them in the Fire yeah. Mountain place. Yep. Um, they, you know, talk to you throughout. They're all like treasure hunters. They're like, you looking for treasure? You know, and I like uh, the little guys. So one of the guys pops out in the dun- in the cell that you're in and goes, yeah, man, they took all your stuff. Here's here's a map. And uh, it shows you where some of your key items are. And then he gives you back the, the gloves to like dig in the ground. And so you can get out, but then you're in a portion where it's bokoblins everywhere. Some are in a tower and they can see down with a light. There's other ones that are just patrolling and it shows you like very up top uh, or near the top uh, of a high point. There's bokoblins with a, uh, like a trebuchet. And if one of them sees you, they go and fire a trebuchet and you go back down to the bottom. Um, so yeah, you've got to work your way up, you know, some insta fail states there. Yeah. You've got to go and you get a bunch of your stuff. Um, and you know, you're collecting like thing one by one, one by one. And then eventually you get to the portion where you finally get your sword back. Uh, and then you go up like one more area. You fight some more little enemies and you open a chest and you get everything else back. So after that, you finally go down this one area. You find the dragon. He goes, oh, hi, sorry. You know, I woke up 
kind of my power surged the volcano erupted sorry you got caught up in that um okay here's your song um so that one was actually that one sucked just because all your shit gets taken all your stuff's gone yeah um so next you have to go to the desert uh you get there you said that was any order right like it doesn't have to be one or the other yeah i think you can go in any order um so i go to the desert um i get there to find the dragon's skeleton because of course this used to be a lush environment and now everything's dead Mm-hmm. So obviously, with most everything else in the desert here, uh, you got to find one of those time shift stones and bring it back. So this one was probably the least annoying out of all of them. There's a small area you got to go around, get a little key, and you go into the caverns, start a minecart, and you just have to follow the minecart. Um, there's enemies, there's places where you've got to, you know, hop along the walls and stuff and, uh, open doors for the minecart to go through and stuff like that. But other than that, they it's did not that, that bad. This isn't the introduction of that minecart mechanic, right? They've done no. that a couple times throughout they the did game. That, yeah, I they did, I did that. Yeah, they did that in, my in the desert a yeah. few times. Desert. Um, so Stop once you go station, yeah, <laughs> once you do that, uh, you get it back to the dragon, the dragon, you know, he revives, he's laying there. Uh, but he's coughing and you go up to him and he's like, oh, yes, um, I'd love to to give you the song, but um, I'm, I've got this cold right now. I'm sick. I can't sing the song. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you literally you have to you have to go around the corner because you talk to some of the little robot dudes and they say, yeah, we planted uh, this special tree. And once it sprouts, it'll it'll bear fruit that'll cure him. Um, and you go over there, but of course the tree is dead. So you have to go over there, hit another time shift stone, revert it to when it's a seedling, dig it up, and then take it back with you to the sealed grounds, um, back to that area, and plant it there. Uh, in Go through the gate of time in the past. Plant the seedling, go back through the gate of time to the present, get a fruit, go all the way back to the desert. <laughs> give Friend this of the guy, show, Matt says, "Get the soup, get the yeah, soup." Give him, give him the damn uh, fruit, and um, after that, he gives you the song. You do that. It sounds go, like the, it sounds like the areas change, but the mechan- the core mechanic, like time shifting or. Uh, the digging like the mole guys it sounds like they stay the same in that area just kind of brings you back to those elements again yeah so you go back up you talk to the whale again he gives you the last piece of the song from there they go well now you just gotta figure out where to play the song it's still somewhere in skyloft (laughs) (laughs) sure why don't you tell me where it's in yeah so, but of course they give you, you have that dousing mechanic so you can try and figure it out. So all I knew is like, I'm going to go back to the main island and from there kind of douse around and see it's on the main island. So lucked out there, played the song from there. It gives you one of them bullshit trials again, where you have to go into the sleeping uh, or not sleeping, the silent realm, realm. or whatever. Yeah. 
collect those little uh, soul pieces. Um, and then after that, it gives you this red stone. It's like the, the stone of the trials. And uh, Fee pops out and says, hey, good good job. You got the stone of the trials. That's actually part of a set. You got to go find the other one. I'm like, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Yeah. And, it's just another clue. Leads to another <laughs> clue. Um, I know. I feel like I'm Nicolas Cage trying to hunt down the Declaration of Independence. Um, you, you need Benjamin Franklin's glasses. Gates, <laughs> Gates family curse. Um, so I first went and talked to Zelda's father and he didn't know anything. And then immediately I was like, wait a minute, I've seen it. Cause it's like a red, like kind of a octagon shape kind of thing. I'm like, I've seen this before. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me if this is it. I walk down, uh, toward the water and there's a bird statue that I've seen since the beginning of the game that has a red gem in its eye. And it's missing the other. And I'm, I walk up to it, examine, that's it. <laughs> Come on, Brandon, so, you know this is true. That activates, um, opens up the uh, another temple. Um, this temple is interesting in which... So all the Triforce pieces are in this temple. And there are... It's better than Wind Waker's task, right? There are uh, eight eight rooms, and you can actually arrange um, the position of the rooms in at least three or four of the rooms. There's like this panel, uh, and it's like those those puzzles where it's like a square grid, and you have like one blank thing, and you're trying to rearrange the squares to make the picture. Um, whole it starts out jumbled and you can see like the entrances and exits of each room and so you have to you know rearrange them get into certain rooms rearrange them again um to get to triforce pieces um but after that i mean it's you go through the room go in there grab the triforce pieces and that's that's pretty much it um that part wasn't that bad that you know at least gave me puzzles and stuff to solve so it wasn't as bad as fetch quests or hey go over here okay now go over here hey now you have this piece now go over here kind of deal like it has been jerking me around um <laughs> the past you know couple hours but finally that leads to you got the triforce um you sealed the evil um, the temple comes down and connects back to the earth, uh, and it actually comes down in front of the sealed temple. You've now sealed the evil, and all is well. Zelda wakes up from her sleep. Everything's happy and, and good. Everything's done, except for, uh, Garahim finally shows up again and takes Zelda and goes through the gate of time because he's like, yeah, you sealed the darkness in this time, but now I can go back into the past and <laughs> everything's all fair game the in the past. It's all <laughs> yeah. the so you go back into the past. He's taking Zelda down into the pit. He's, you know, holding her up with some magic and spouting some mumbo jumbo. 
he sealed off the area to the pit with like these this light diamond things so you can't just jump down there you've got to run down the spiral and as you start running down he's like yeah i can't have you interrupting me and he just summons a bunch of bokoblins and stuff and so you've got to fight through this horde of bokoblins um that constantly you know it, it keeps getting harder and harder there's more of them there's uh ones with arrows there's ones that run at you with bombs there's sections where you get cut off and like the big guys pop up and you've got to fight them uh, for the gate to go down. Mm. Eventually you get down to the bottom and he's he's upset. He's like, hey, these things take time. I needed you out of my hair longer. I'm tired of dealing with you. This is it. I'm going to kill you. And you're going to die a horrible like it, it gets dark because there's like no music. There's no nothing. And he's just like, I'm going to. He's like, I have the the best plan for you, and you're gonna fall for eternity and burn and do this. And he's he's like describing just how he wants to tear you up. It's dark. So you fight him. It's actually the easiest battle I've had with him ever. You just it rises. He rises you up on this like mystical see through diamondy platform kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you, he's like all dark. He looks like he's almost kind of like in some armor or something. And you push him to the edge of that platform, knock him off, and then uh, that la- he lands on like a little bit lower platform, and you just jump and do the finishing move on him. You do that about three times until you're on the ground level, and then the uh, the seal breaks. He summons demise. Never breaks the, the seal. The, the demon lord. Uh, the demon lord basically. Uh, gets rid of Garium and then tells you uh, hey uh, I'll give you I'll give you a couple minutes you know this is the end of the ga- basically this is the end of the game you know if you got to do anything go do it um, <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be waiting I'm gonna be waiting in this portal behind me you know kind it's of wild deal. So that way you can you you can prepare, you know, get some fairies, get some potions, whatever you got to do, uh, uh, upgrade some stuff. And that uh, that end battle is actually really freaking cool. Um, I have to say. Um, the demise. <laughs> it's it's a damn it's a damn good ending. It's a damn good fight. Um, like it I said, may or this may not be Fabio Gannon. <laughs> this is this is something that definitely needs to be experienced, especially if you're a Zelda fan. Like I said, it's Bobby got its lives. <laughs> it's got its low points, um, and and things that make it dated to the time it came out. But honestly, overall, it is a it is an amazing game. It is a great Zelda game. Yeah. Um, I know Cesar was a big fan when he played through it, and I was enjoying every minute of it. I was playing. And people speculate about the ending and the Master Sword and how it ties into uh, Tears of the Kingdom that's coming out soon. So, cool. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's all my my games played. The the heck of a lot of stuff I played. Yeah, it was a lot of Skyward Sword expose. I finished it though. And There's a lot at the end of that game. Part of me wants to like jump in a Minage Cap or jump into. Um, I don't know which version of Link's Awakening since I'm on this Game Boy Kick. I've got the XD version. 
for the Game Boy Color. You know, I've got uh, the Switch Color version. Doesn't. Yeah. Switch uh, version. They're both, they're both great. So. I freaking love that. I mean, that was my first game ever, so I, I'm strongly attached to that. Game Boy Link's Awakening. All right, those games played. Let's bust out this news. You thought we were done. You just joined uh, too late to know that we started with games played with our Warzone dub. So now we got to power through the news. Let's kill this. It'll quick. it'll be quick. It'll be yeah. quick. New leadership at Square Enix. What is this? Uh, Square has announced via Gamatsu and Saurmano Square Enix president Yosuke Matsuda to be replaced by Takashi. Cure you change to be officially finalized in June pending board approval. Um, you thought this would be a great move, or at least we all did. Uh, this guy's doubling down on the NFT thing. The <laughs> gist of what I was one reading. would, right? As one, yeah, would. as one would and should. Uh, he has a corporate history dating back to no, he's only been at Square Enix since 2020. <laughs> Where'd he come from before there? I read it somewhere. Uh, the previous guy, Yosuke Matsuda, has been president of Square Enix Corporation since April 2013 and president of Square Enix Holdings since June 2013. He succeeded former president Yuichi Wada. He also appeared as a boss fight in Near Automata. This <laughs> <laughs> one would remember. Madness. Yeah, the guy's doubling down on NFT things, but I thought he had... This is all Square Enix jobs for this guy. I thought he had another uh, premise... Corporate Chief Strategy Officer and Executive Officer, Corporate Strategy and Corporate Communications. And was chairman of the board, too. Uh, so this individual, uh, Takashi Kiryu, has had quite the meteoric rise at Square, Square Enix as you look at that uh, path. We'll see where that goes. Please, please be excited. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. The age-old Square Enix. Yes. <laughs> Square doubles down on NFTs and um, blockchain games and talks about how a lot of their some some of their games are underperforming. Please be excited. Okay, uh, Brent gave us a great summary here on digital trends. There was a Capcom spotlight, like a direct of sorts. Uh, that's all been summarized by Giovanni Colantino at Digital Trends. Basically, we got the Resident Evil 4 demo that Brant was talking about. Exo yep. Primal got a release date and beta. They showed a lot of shit off with that. It does not look like a game I want to play. Ghost Trick Phantom Detective returns this June. We're getting it digitally in the West. It is available now. Physical on Amazon Prime Japan. Play so Asia as well. Expect that two days after release. Very fast. <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak comes to new platforms. See what that is. I don't remember right offhand. It's coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC on April 28th. The expansion will include every update up to free title update three. Capcom will host another digital event focused on the game's next update in April. Monster Hunter continues to be this huge thing that I did not understand in 2005 and have never given another chance to. <laughs> it, get, it continues to resay. <laughs> it continues. <laughs> the sunbreak. Uh, Capcom celebrates 40 years with a digital theme park. They just showed this thing off called Capcom Town, and it had this whole intro and all this. I hope this is a digital eclipse joint. I hope this is something they're compiling. Um, there's no nice. news. There's no other news on this that I that I know of, but it seems like a a good collection of old Capcom titles. Hopefully, it's a living museum type thing like they've uh, recently done with Atari stuff. Uh, and last but not least. That is not in that summary. There's a bunch of Street Fighter 6 stuff. We got a new commentator. 
Uh, it is actress Hikaru Takahashi. Uh, she joins previously announced commentators, including WWE superstar Zelina Vega. Commentary will also be available in 13 languages in the final uh, game. I watched that bit. It looks oh. pretty cool. Like they'll, you can set different settings on the game as you're playing it, where they'll <clears> encourage <throat> you, or they'll talk trash about you, or they'll keep it kind of <laughs> neutral. It had really cool. I thought that was really neat that you'll you can get commentary on your on your single player game that you're playing against the computer or something. It really adds that, I guess that esports e- layer. So yeah. I need some more things to tell me I suck at. <laughs> <laughs> underperforming. <laughs> That's our underperforming uh, street fighter. Yeah. Embarrassing street fighter. Embarrassing street fighter. <laughs> oh, and last but not least, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection gets new features. Uh, this actually opened the show. Uh, there's going to be the anime is coming out available everywhere. It's called Battle Network NT, I believe. Uh, it's not in this article, but I did see that in the show. Yeah. And uh, the game will include all 499 patch cards that were only originally available in Japan. This can be used in Mega Man Battle Network 4 through 6. It also adds Buster Max mode, which makes the game easier by powering up Buster Shots by 100. So I guess like the Final Fantasy uh, ports where you can have like unlimited damage or skip encounters, that sort of thing. Uh, in addition to that, the final game will include an art gallery that includes over 1,000 illustrations. I remember selling the shit out of these games on Game Boy. Cesar probably bought a couple of them from me. And uh, I bought it's them very all. cool. Yeah, it's very cool to have a big collection with all 10 of these titles together. Brant, tell us about Wii U memory issues. What's happening? Uh, so, um, at least a couple years ago now, uh, I had the exact same thing happen to me where my Wii U had an error. And it was a weird memory error. I couldn't update. I couldn't connect to the internet or or anything. You can't even play games, right? Uh, I could play. I could go into the the uh, virtual Wii and um, actually play some games there. I should have at that point modded my system and Back done some things to recover. Um, but Did I think I die, die after that. I I did the thing you're not supposed to do. I hit uh four. I yeah, I try I hit four I hit format. Oh, I tried to for, that, format the system and, and that that, kills it. that just breaks it immediately. I I have seen um I don't know if one hundred percent works on everything or if it's one hundred percent bricked, but I have seen some people talking about a fix with some kind of Raspberry Pi and some files on a um SD card. That would be good. And it injects it uh, and gets you to like a um, uh, like a service menu on the Wii U, basically. Yeah. Um, so that you can write that NAND back, whatever that yeah, I think so. is on that thing. But most of the time, it's the best thing to do is homebrew your Wii U and back up the NAND and just have that. So because I've been... I found a guide for this, and I found a, a five pack of thirty two gig SD cards because I've got I've got three total, and then I've got two other ones that I know of that need this done. So I may just have a party and knock out a bunch of these. Yeah, these backups because you can recover it. Supposedly, there's no way yet to do it, but yeah. you can recover it once you have that stuff backed up. Yeah. So essentially, what is happening is this is this uh, from the Verge, uh, Umar. Uh, Shakar is Tupac's cousin Umar. 
<laughs> saying, uh, is your Wii U dying of loneliness? A bunch of people are, are noticing, uh, turning on their Wii U, of course, since we only have a couple weeks to download whatever you want or people re-download. Are dusting them off and firing uh, them up. Yeah, firing up your Wii U. People are getting that itch again. Um, people are turning it on to find it's unplayable. You get a you get an error message, uh, error codes, uh, 160-0103, uh, 160-2155. All of it boils down to the, either the, the NAND being of, of lower quality and degrading or something software based where it's just the NAND's, it's not communicating with the NAND. It's some kind of, fixed never addressed and like we said once once it gets to that point if it's if it's fully bricked it's not 100% known if you can even get your system Perfect. back or if it's just going to be a doorstop at that point do you have that one still i do your doorstop yes just what, in case how did you end up buying another one i think i remember you going over this on the show but i can't remember um, what you did i f- i found a Wii U that was literally just the console it said, you know, works. Yeah. Um, just the console. It was like seventy-five bucks off eBay. Okay. I bought yeah. it, took a chance, paired a, um, paired the uh, all your other stuff with gamepad to it, and it worked. It it worked. Everything worked. I was like, all right, it's there. Uh, it had a profile on it, so I had to um, go through like getting all that off and everything. But then when I tried to sign in. Of course, Wii U, Nintendo at that time just started the Nintendo ID, mm-hmm. and they had a practice of one Nintendo account per, per system, console. and that system became locked to that Nintendo ID. So literally, um, to fix that, I had to call Nintendo, give them the That's serial numbers was. of both Wii U consoles, um, give them my um, Nintendo account information and they were able to unlock the old one basically and uh let me sign in so archaic yeah but from there i was able to re-download you know all the games and stuff now all my saves and everything were on that other console so that's all gone but i mean nothing nothing really yeah, of that's note. negligible at this point um so yeah of course in the article, they note that Nintendo's not officially repairing these anymore. So it's just get it out, plug it in, see. Hopefully, it still works. Um, back them up. Pray for the best. Mod them. Yeah. Back up your NAND. The mod looks super, super easy. I looked at a video now, on how to do it. Now it's, I think it's called like Tiramisu. Tiramisu, yeah. Is, is the latest one. And I saw that, you know, like a year, two years ago. And just haven't done it, but it looks the the easiest I've ever seen it. So unpack it, unpack something on the card, pop the card in, go to a certain browser page, go to a URL, yeah, and that's it. It's done. And you can even do like if you just want to, you could back up certain parts, or you could back up the whole console to the SD card. Which I think I'm going to get a 64 gig card card pack. It's 30 bucks for five of them. So I'm just going to back all of that up onto those. I think that would be uh, the best way to go right now. 
I know my main, my OG day one one is fine because I was playing Metroid Prime Trilogy on it the other day. But the fine. other two haven't. The other two haven't been hooked up in a long time. So, yeah, hope, sure I those. hope for the best because that's yeah. the, that's the thing you think sitting in a closet, not plugged in, it's not gonna, you know, have any crazy sur- surges or anything. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's not the case. It's people that have had them in closets and are taking them out now and finding yep. that they just don't work so one of the ones i bought i did not do what you were talking about brent because they had so many digital titles that i was never gonna buy they had wind waker and ocarina and mario 64 and mario 3d world like they, they had all these licenses on there and because so, of that nintendo id i was like i'm just gonna leave it on there so um i had a friend that bought one used of uh, a while ago a long mm-hmm. time ago and I think he was able to sign into his Nintendo ID. I never remember, but he said they had a bunch of digital games on there already. Um, I know this one. Did they start doing Nintendo Land digital uh, packaging with the Wii U? I want to say you could buy it digitally. I don't think they started putting it in there. That's the thing is I remember it came in the box with my Wii U. And I yeah, I got it. a physical copy too. I have it physical on there. Even after I took off their Nintendo ID and everything and logged into my stuff, there's a digital copy of Nintendo Land on this 3D. Really? On this on this Wii U. It's hacking that should have been, right? Yeah. Interesting. So go ahead and do that now. When do the stores close? The end of March is the official yeah. day. It's mm. it's the end of March. I might you got a couple weeks. Capcom, Capcom has been consistently good the past few generations. I think I might yeah. get on there and throw them three dollars a game. And I saw that on like the Phoenix Wright games on 3DS. Those are also like three bucks. Yeah, get the so get might, the get the I'll Pokemon officially. games on 3DS because uh, hopefully maybe we'll get them on Switch. But who knows? Um, I already I already sailed Phoenix to the Wright. islands where those are at. Uh, I'll pay for the Capcom stuff. <laughs> uh. What's his name? P- Professor Layton Games. Uh, there's all. You think we'll see stuff. more file s- fire sales on those two consoles before between now and then? You think Capcom's just know. the first? There's, I mean, there's a couple right now that are that really have a lot of stuff on sale. And I know on the Wii U, you can see, you can even log, you know, if you just want to see the Wii U stuff, if you just want to see 3DS stuff or just Wii stuff. So, um, I'm gonna check that out while it's hooked up. Of course, if you want. Even you know, even though we've got the uh, the titles available on the Switch Online service, I went back a while ago and purchased Metroid Fusion, Metroid First, uh, Cap. Uh, yeah, Minish Cap. Um, I, I purchased so much stuff, and I think I'd rather have it there than on that service. And you know, say you don't pay the service or you're you're not in um, like a Wi-Fi area when it tries to do the check and you know it says you can't use it, yeah, use the games or something. Like if you if you were um camping, like you were, I know you probably could just hotspot with your phone, but uh, Not where I was at, <laughs> I was at some some areas where you're camping. Sometimes yeah. you you don't even have that option, and nope. you go to you go to play some of those games, and it go it goes you know checking to see if you can play this and then it, you don't have the connection it's going to it's just going to kick you out and say sorry you can't play these we can't check it so it actually, it actually did it with uh n64 online I, w- I just wanted to play mario 64 run around and get a couple stars mm-hmm. but the game boy one worked maybe i had played that one recently enough Probably. maybe there was a check that ran 
So it let me play the Game Boy games, but I couldn't get in that 64 emulator. All right, uh, the person mentioned in that Verge article at the very bottom, uh, that is the channel where I was looking at how to do the Wii U backup. So uh, that individual is also offering to, um, if you have one of those broken Wii U's, ship it to them, and they'll try to figure it out. So if you're all about the cause, Brant, that's an option. But I say wait hmm. for a solution. It's not, yeah. it's not too far off. Last but not least, in news coming soon to Game Pass, uh, Xbox Game Pass, you have Dead Space 2, Dead Space 3, Civ 6, Guilty Gear Strive, Strive, Valheim, I know that's a popular PC title, and Nino Kuni 2. Let's see what's leaving, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaving Game Pass, F1 2020, Goat Simulator, that's a big one, Kentucky Route Zero, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Paradise Killer, Undertale, another big one, Young Souls, and Zero Escape the Nonary Games. Those are all leaving Game Pass on March 15th. Play them this week, as soon as you hear this episode. If you listen this far, thank you. (laughs) And I'll go play those titles, if that's something you want to get into. All right, guys, we're almost two hours in. Do y'all have anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios.